Let's worship. We see those smiles. Put your hands in the sky. Come on, 
and I want to thank you all so very much for being here on this Rise Up episode number 64. Do you know that next week we'll hit episode number 70? And by the end of next month, we'll be over 100 episodes in. That is 100 episodes that you and I have been able to spend time together in the morning, worshiping God, giving our thanks for his grace and his mercy together. Because my journey with Jesus has now joined with your journey with Jesus. So we've got thousands of people all journeying at the same time. Five days a week, church outside of your Sunday church. That means that, I was telling my wife last night, that means that we get to be with God six days a week in worship for an hour or more every day. And that is outside of whatever we do privately still with God. So I want to just tell you a quick story to start out the day, because you know how I like my stories. For about, I'd say, four to six months, I was praying to God to start spending more quality time with him. And not to carve out and make it a priority to do it like an obligation, I had been praying to want to spend time with God the way you want to go on vacation or the way you want to, you know, go out for the evening or the way you want to get in the chair and do a live from America show. You know, I have these amazing, uh, you know, desires to do so many great things. And I never realized that my desires to do so many great things were more of a priority than my desire to want to spend time with God. Like it got to a point where I was praying before a meal just because it became habit. It got to a point where um, where my time with God in the morning for my morning devotionals were scripted. Not really scripted, but like, Lord, show me a verse. I find a verse. Oh, that verse looks good. Let's get into that verse. Let's talk, let's let's read it and then let's do a newsletter. But it wasn't wholeheartedly I wasn't wholeheartedly into it. So I had prayed for I don't know a, a while. Lord, show me a way in which that I can't wait to spend time with you and I can't wait to read the word, not just because I know I'm supposed to, but because I know I want to and it's It is my primary desire every day. So God granted me with this. God knew what to use and exactly how to get me involved more with him every single day. He knew how he would, how, how, what he would have to do in order to get me there. And he knew that I was all about this, right? In this chair every day, all day long, doing stories, researching. He's like, if you're going to research and do stories, and you're going to put so much effort into bringing the truth to the LFA family, then how about put a little effort into researching the truth of the Bible? How about putting a little bit of uh, more of an effort into researching the gospel and the good news? And do the same thing that you do with your show twice a day with the same people but bring them into your journey with Jesus and share in their walk, in their journey with Jesus. And man, was he right. He's always right, isn't he? He's always right, isn't he? So that is how Rise Up came to be. Now, let me share another quick story with you before we go to prayer. Last night, I'm sitting there talking to my wife about this. God bless you. I see you all in there. Thank you very much. Uh, I was talking to my wife about this and I said, you know, I have to admit something. I have to, uh, I have to come clean. She says, what? I said, I've kind of been faking the funk a little bit here. She goes, what do you mean faking the funk? It's just a word that I use for my hip hop days. Uh, she, I said, well, 
I know that the Bible says that when we go to heaven, that we are going to spend... Oh, thank you, Kalia. I'm actually going to read something today, but hold on. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I know it says in the Bible that when we get to heaven, that we are going to spend eternity worshiping God, that all that we're going to desire to do is worship God. And as much as I said, oh, I can't wait to do that. There was a part of me that said, well, that sounds boring. I'm not going to lie. If you want me to be 100% truthful with you, you're going to get it all. You're going to get the bad and the good of Jeremy Harrell, right? So I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me that says, well, that sounds boring. Compared to what I do here on earth, heaven sounds boring. There was a part of me that thought that. There's a part of me that says, well, I don't want to go to church all day, every day. Matter of fact, nine times out of 10, I'm like, is church done yet? And I shouldn't be like that. So that's what I was praying for. I was praying to not think like that. And I'm thinking to myself, well, heaven's going to be sound boring. All we're doing is worshiping the whole time. I never really, even up until even a couple weeks ago, I was like, I didn't want to say it because I know it was kind of blasphemy, but I just wanted to be honest. But then thinking about rise up. And now knowing that we have church every single day of the week. And knowing how I feel when we come to the end of Rise Up, I don't want it to stop. Do you? Let's be truthful here. When Rise Up is on, how many of you in the chat, I want you to let me know, want it to keep going and not to stop, regardless of the news? I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I want to pull up the Rumble chat here. I want to see if you're one of them. Thank you very much. Let's go to the Rumble chat now. Here we go. Bad Moon, never. Work for God, says J.K. Alba. I could go all day. Same here, Bad Moon. Same here. So we're going to get to my point here in just a minute. Katie says, I understand that. Rockin' Robin says, me. Patty, me. How you doing, Lisa? Good to see you. Liberty, absolutely. God can show you better than he can tell you. Well, that's true. He sure can. I can go all day now, says uh, Bad Moon. Yeah, same with me. Hazel Kitty, of course, Jeremy. Yes, this is my favorite LFA show. It's mine too, outside of Mike Crispy's show. That's my second favorite. Uh, Kathy Cappy, there we go, right there, yep. Keeping, keeping the faith, yes, yes, all day. Never want to get off. Same here, Amanda, I never want to stop. Thank you, Kong, God bless. I appreciate that, man. Not boring with our creator, exactly, you are right. I wait for Rise Up and I don't want to leave. Look at all this. I don't want it to end. I get up early just to be a part of Rise Up. Look at that. Jeremy, no shame, no guilt. God wants to hear all our thoughts. He can handle it. I get my daily dose of Jesus here. I thoroughly love Rise Up. This is my first time watching the show. Well, thank you, Diamond Druff. I appreciate that. Well, let's let's talk about that. So, as we are doing this Rise Up show, and as we are uh, realizing that we don't even want this to stop, this is just a, how do I want to say it? It makes me so happy to say this. This isn't even an, a speckle. This isn't even a, a, uh, a grain of sand compared to how great worshiping God is going to feel all day, every day, if there's even days up there. So here I was thinking, well, I don't want to just worship all day being selfish, right? There's got to be more things to do in heaven than just sit and worship. That's what I was thinking. And, and, but I was kind of like, it was kind of like blasphemy because I'm sitting here looking down on worship. But, you know, being a human, these are thoughts that you have, right? So this was even just even a couple weeks ago. I'm like, oh, man, I know heaven's going to be great, but that doesn't sound amazing to me. You know, that's the selfish part of you thinking. But then God says, but wait a minute, look at Rise Up, look at what we did with Rise Up, and look how much fun you have doing it. So God doesn't get mad when you think of those things. God is a great father. God is a great father. You're a child. We are children. It's okay to ask questions that we don't understand. I didn't understand that. Now I do. Now I do. And I thank God for answering those questions for me, because I have questions. 
I have questions that some people just cannot answer. Like, will we eat in heaven? Will we want to eat? Will we drink water? Will we even want to do that? Will we breathe the way we breathe here? You know, these are all like questions that I just, you know, I have. Some people can't answer them, but God can. If you pray and ask God for the answer, the answer will come. It may not come for an hour. It may not come for a day. It may not come for a week, a month. Maybe even won't come for a year, but it will come. It will come if you ask the question and expect the answer. And that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to use the faith. He wants you to ask the questions. He wants you to expect the answer. And you will expect and get the answer. Diamond Druff says, I always think of the good that God has done for me, and that makes me want to worship and give thanks. That's a great, great comment. And, and everybody's different, right? I'm a little bit different than you. I may, God may speak to me in a different way than he needs to speak to you. you. He may need to do and say things to you that make you understand something that is completely different than the way I, uh, I, I would, would uh, perceive it and, and, and think about it. So, so to me, God says, rise up. This show is an answer to a multitude of questions that I had. And that's why God wanted me to do this show. This is God using me to be closer to him. And by default, the overfloweth of the cup, the blessing when we don't deserve it, is all of you sharing in this journey with me. And I could not be happier. I could not be happier. And guess what else? Just, uh, you know, just kind of off the beaten path here for a minute. Eli and I. We're looking through pictures of 10, 12, and 15 years ago. Because him and I have been in, we've been friends that long, but we have been in the entertainment business. I was in the music business for so long, traveled everywhere, did music. So if you do not belong to the LFA family page on Facebook, I think you might want to go join up if you still have Facebook. Because Eli is dumping pictures from like 15 years ago. Now these were days that I was not with Jesus, so if you see me with a drink or a shot of booze, don't get upset. I want to show you who we were and what God did for us with us. But I also want you guys to see, you know, where, you know, the things that I did in my past. So I gave Eli the permission to share those pictures in the LFA family page on Facebook. So if you still have that wretched platform, uh, (laughs) I guess you can get some good use out of it. He also showed me a picture, a video of last year at this time, one year ago. When I was 60 pounds heavier, I could not believe it. I looked just like that Chinese spy balloon. I was wearing a white shirt, and I go, is that the Chinese spy balloon? And Eli goes, no, that was you. (laughs) We'll actually show the pictures. Maybe we'll show the pictures from his Facebook page. Do you have them up there, Eli? Eli. Oh, he must be somewhere else. Docking his pay. No, he's probably doing something around here. Pretty big building we have here. He's probably doing something somewhere. Uh, but maybe we'll show him. If he's already got him uploaded, maybe I'll bring it up and I'll, I'll show you today. Um, but we've come a long way. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm just reading your stuff here. It's truly incredible. All right, folks, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, So Salty says, yes, Jeremy, sometimes we think we are blessing others. It ends up blessing ourselves. Oh, thank you, Miranda Dolan. Miranda says she needs uh, prayers for her sister-in-law, ladies and gentlemen. Her sister-in-law who's in the hospital, please pray for Miranda Dolan and her sister-in-law. Sandy says, we're still on Facebook for now. Thank you very much. Okay. Let's go to Lord in prayer. Uh, if you've not done so yet, right down below here, you'll see a little thumbs up. If that thumbs, thumbs up is white, that's racist, uh, you need to click it so it's green. Then you won't be racist. <laughs> All right, here we go. Our Father in heaven, Lord, thank you so very much. Thank you so very much for changing us from the inside out, taking us from who we were to who we are and who we're going to be in the future. My life And so many others have been so transformed by the grace of God and by the light of Jesus. And I just can't thank you enough. I so, so very much thank you for the answer of our prayers to to 
to be with you more throughout the day, to look towards you as a primary reason that we get out of bed. Lord, nothing in this world is great without you. Nothing in this world is even good without you. Lord, please continue to guide us. Please come into our lives more. Touch our hearts even more today as we go into the weekend. Show each and every soul that is listening and watching this show today how they can help somebody this weekend. Whether it be financially, whether it be physically, spiritually, emotionally. Show us how we can be a light. Show us how we can be ambassadors of your word. Show us how we can, how we can be a display for the transformation that you can do in somebody's lives. We thank you for this, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Eli, where were you? I was talking to you out there. Oh, do you have those pictures up on the LFA family page? Yeah, put them up in there because I'm probably, and then send me the link because I'm probably going to show it on this, on this live, on this rise up. Uh, Shelly says, Jeremy, I know this show is 100% bringing you closer to God. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. So we just reached 1,000 people. What a good time uh, to go into something a little different today. It's Friday, okay? And since it's Friday, I want to read to you a devotional. A devotional from somebody who's watching right now. Somebody by the name of Cammie, a.k.a. Kalia. I got your email yesterday. I decided to bite the bullet and sit down and do emails as rough as that is sometimes. Uh, because I know that when I get in there, I'm going to read um, I'm going to read emails from people who hate me. I'm going to read emails from people who say I do everything in the world wrong. I know I'm going to read emails from people who tell me some very sad stories and it's going to crush my heart to read them. Uh, so it's very hard to say, okay, I'm going to get myself in the mode to sit down and do emails. And by the way, there's 70,711 of them in there. So um, I apologize if I never answer one of your emails. But yesterday I was able to go get Kalia's. So I want to read this. Uh, I, she sent it to, to read on Rise Up. So I'm going to do that now, okay? This is from Kalia. She's in here this morning. I, all, I already seen her in here. So Kalia, don't cry. I'm going to read your testimony. And I'm also going to be setting up an email just for Rise Up testimonies. That way I don't miss any of the testimonies. Next week, we will have an email just for Rise Up testimonies. And we will read them here every day. Jeremy, have you been chatting on Telegram briefly the last couple days? Yes, I'm going to start getting more involved in Telegram again. Now that CPAC is over, we're going to be doing a lot of things that we haven't been doing, but we spent two months getting ready for CPAC, so it's been kind of crazy around here. You can understand what I mean. All right, here we go. Jeremy, I was a devoted Catholic as a child growing up. When I was 15, going through confirmation class, I was attacked by a guy in the class. When I brought it to the church, I was removed from the class and not allowed to go to the 9 a.m. mass to protect me from the guy. I was in the choir at that mass service. Another way the Catholic church hides abuse. Moving on seven years later when I married my husband... Because of how the Catholic Church was back then, I wanted to get married and my children to be baptized through the religion. I married a Methodist and refused to make him convert. Not a good thing with the Catholic Church. They refused to marry us or baptize my children. Three times the Catholic Church turned their back on me. The priest also didn't like being questioned about their teaching and the Bible. So we, were more, so we more so followed the Methodist religion. Okay? And I want everybody to be very respectful during these testimonies, okay? It's very, 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 very hard to give a testimony, be truthful about that testimony, be open and transparent about that testimony, and then to have somebody read it to thousands of people, 10,000 people or more by the time this video is done. Okay? Thank you. Let's keep it going. As a child, I was abused by my stepfather, and my mother didn't believe me. I reached out to my biological father, 
after reconnecting with my biological father, he rejected me. I was born the wrong sex. He wanted boys. Too bad he didn't understand that God does not make mistakes and you were born exactly the way God needed you to be born. I kept trying to have a relationship with him, but I made peace with the fact that I have a father who a father who never rejected me and was always there through everything. It took a while for me to love myself and to see that God, our true father, has never left. As a parent, I tried to make sure I protected my children from anything that I went through. They were told that we loved them every single day. We did things like sports, prayers, and so on with our children. My son wanted to learn karate. His instructor was a child predator. We were at every meet, practice, event until my car broke down. This person took full advantage of our misfortune and abused my son and many other children. I found out seven years ago. I blamed myself, and I still have the guilt of not protecting him, feeling like I failed him as a mother. I even blamed my husband for not being able to keep a reliable vehicle so we could have been there to protect him. I did not blame God. My son quit praying and turned his back on God, said to me, quote, what God or father would allow this to happen to his children? But he didn't blame his dad or me. I told him that it wasn't God. Satan used that man to try to turn us from God. God carried him through it, gave him the strength to testify, and put that man away for 108 years. Eli, are you listening to this? Okay. The only way Satan thinks he can get to me is by attacking my children and grandchildren. But God, he keeps pushing me into God, my father's arms. My son is slowly coming back to the Lord through his own children and prayer. Moving forward, four years ago, my daughter fell in love with a man that passed away three years ago. He was an awesome stepfather to little David. David's father, we had to force a relationship until he got jealous of Chris. Little David loves his daddy, Chris, but we lost him three years ago on Father's Day. Three weeks later, his mother took his son, David's stepbrother, to another state. Eight months later, we found out that his biological grandmother, aunt, and uncle abused him during that time, a five-year-old, let alone my child. Or excuse me, during that time. We lost him in March of 2020. We were crushed, yet turned even further to the Lord. My daughter and I struggle with the guilt of not protecting him, but we honestly did not know. I mean, what grandmother or aunt would let that happen to a five-year-old let alone any child. We went through two, point f- two and a half years of trials, but they were convicted 15 years to life. In September of 2022, we lost, gra- we lost my grandmother, Rain. The LFA family has prayed for her and our family through the years. She was born with a lot of ongoing health issues, and the Lord God took her home to ease her pain. She was a ray of light, always smiling, nonverbal. At six years old, she couldn't walk, crawl, speak, Use her hands as a normal child does. She got breathing treatments five times a day and ate food through a tube. The good Lord graced us with her in singing, dancing, running, and laughing with her cousin and uncle. I'm sorry this is so long. I just wanted to let the LFA family know. Through all of this, we found you. Through all of this, we found you when you were doing Hip Hop Patriot and Backyard Rants. I watched you grow in your faith, and honestly, I grew even more in mine along with you. The bitterness is leaving me as I grow even closer to God. Little David started listening to you with me. We've talked to David, actually. We talked to David on Telegram Tuesdays. That's why we're going to bring something like that back because the power of speaking to all of you is just too great to not do it. He started listening to me, uh, you with me around late 2021. He learned the Lord's Prayer, saying it with the LFA family. You never met us, but that little boy has been through a lot of loss in the last three years. A father figure, a brother, and a cousin. You have a special connection, whether you know it or not, with him. 
He doesn't have that with his own father. Little David misses the Tuesday talks with the LFA family. That's why we're bringing it back. That's why I got on there yesterday and said that we're bringing it back. Because the power of it is too incredible to ignore. We do Bible study with Rise Up. He gets so excited when you shout him out. He loves his Armor of God CD and his Bible. When David sees a homeless person on the street, he wants to get them food, something to drink, and pray with them. And we do. He also, when we have the money, takes food to five police stations. He wants to make sure that they have safe food. (laughs) We watched you grow and grew with you in Christ. Thank you for being you and doing what you do. (laughs) The LFA family, to the LFA family, this is for all of you guys. We don't want sympathy. We'll always accept prayers. And if you don't take anything else from this message, know one thing. Even when you are going through the toughest times or loss, God our Father is always here for us, carries us through that storm, and makes us stronger on the other side. Our Father God will never forsake us. Satan and his minions will try everything they can do to tear down the relationship that God wants with his children and will use any means to try to achieve it. Give it to God. Satan, get behind us and put on the full armor of God for protection. You may still go through trials. Our time on this earth is short and for us to grow and learn. I love each of you and I'm here if anyone needs to talk or just pray. Virtual hugs to all. God bless you. Keep safe. Again, I'm sorry for being so long. Cami, a.k.a. Kalia, on Rumble. Cami, thank you very much for sharing that with us. You've been here a very long time. I remember how far we go back. I remember the first time I seen your name. I remember the first time I seen your name and you said, nobody pronounces it right. God put us all in each other's path. Do you know how many people that are watching this right now that have also been sexually abused? My wife. Sisters, cousins, I'll bet you more of my female family members have been abused than not. It's a big problem. It's a big problem. Folks, we've got to, we've got to bring God into our lives. And I'm not saying that if you bring God into your life, then you are, you know, for sure that this isn't going to happen. But so many people here have been sexually abused when they were younger. And I can't even imagine. I think we need to do more testimonies. Here on Live from America TV. On Rise Up. That's why I'm going to be starting the Rise Up Testimony page, email. Because the world needs to see how everybody gets transformed. It's not just a one-off. It's not just a rare thing that happens. 
happens all over the world. And every time it happens, it's a miracle. Thank you, Patty Patriot. I appreciate the $25 donation. Every dollar goes so far here. A lot of people say that there's um, Buckbuster says my son was sexually abused when he was only 11 years old. Every time somebody gets saved, the angels throw a party in heaven. You know that, right? Yvonne says, I can't stop crying. I struggle with forgiving them. Yeah, it's hard. I imagine it's very hard. Yesterday, I saw a video of a man who was on a, uh, on a stand at court. They were in court because this woman, this uh, police officer killed his brother in cold blood. Uh, basically, she, she murdered him. I mean, she didn't have to kill him like a lot of police do. And do you know that that man, a black man, and the officer was a white woman, that man whom's brother died at the hand of this cop who was on trial, asked if he could give her a hug. And the judge allowed it. He got off the stand, the witness stand, walked over to her table, and she was the one being prosecuted for killing his brother. And he hugged her and told her he forgave her. Because he has God in him. Thank you, Lulu Red. We serve a mighty God. She says, back to the Slurp Fund. Put another $100 into the Slurp Fund. Jeremy, we need your full testimony. I'm amazed by the bits and pieces. Would love to be able to share with others your whole story. Well, how about this? Next Friday, the entire hour will be my life. If that's okay with you guys, I don't want to take the whole hour for me. I don't want to be, I want to read other people's testimonies too. But if you guys really want, it would take a whole hour to give you my testimony. Sherry says, what kind of a sicko touches a child? Satan. Satan. Yahweh. I love I love saying that name. I'm just reading some of your comments. Sexual abuse has to hurt so many people in my natural and adoptive family. It is so painful. Has hurt so many. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. In all of our families, I bet. My grandpa and uncles abused me for years. I never told anybody but my husband. Tori says you saw that. Wasn't that amazing? Angel Fit says yes, that would be great. Maybe I'll do that next Friday. Maybe I'll take you guys through my entire testimony. You guys have heard so much of it, but you've not heard all of it. You've not heard how bad I really was. That's why when somebody says, like Cammie said, you know, thank God we found you. I'm like, me? You guys don't understand. You guys don't understand how bad I was, you know? I mean, I think you guys have a, have a, a, a clue. You, you've heard me say things before. But what I'm talking about is in here. How selfish and, 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 and facetious and, and conceited and, and, you know, non-sympathetic, non-empathetic. Um, thinking I was above God. Think, you know, almost Luciferian. Thinking that I was the best thing that was ever created. Now, here's the weird part about that, though. Eli knows me. I've always been, it's weird, because even though I was always that, I always had a big heart. You know what I mean? Like, I always wanted to help somebody. If somebody needed help, I always wanted to help them. That side of me has always been there. But it was just dormant, you know, for so long. Did Sadie get her bike? Not yet, because there, we... There's a lot of accessories that need to be bought with that bike that the fundraiser has already done. So 
we're making sure that if we still put it through the fundraiser and she gets the exact accessories she needs with her bike, that she'll get the bike with the money that we donate, if that makes sense. By next week, she should have it. And I hope to bring her, her, uh, her parents on. What a story there. You want to talk about abuse? You want to talk about terrible, terrible, terrible situation? Their story will blow your mind with little Sadie. We're all so bad, Jeremy. That's why Jesus came. Well, you are right about that. Bobby Mannion says, I forgave my stepfather for his abuse. I realized he was sick, but I was there for him and my mother. My mother also denied the abuse. I forgave her too. Halloween says, knowing other people's journey is really what makes people wake up. There is a preconceived notion that every Christian is... Ha- oh, I know, I know, 100%. Let me go back there. I want to read the rest of that. Preconceived notion that every Christian has a perfect life. I know. There's truly no other show like this. Wow. Skip the meditations and psychotherapy and give us Jesus all day long. He is the only thing that can transform our hearts. Wileke says, I was raised in the family church. Grandmother was a preacher. We were taught that abuse was normal. God can heal anything. I think we have $100 for Wileke, but I think we just got, it was in the week that we were going to CPAC and we didn't get that out there. Eli, if we remember, we have that email uh, that we have to give Wileke $100. Somebody donated $100 for her. Uh, most Christians have many hardships. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's what, that's where you find God, right? In those hardships. Sherry says, we all fall short of the glory of God. We do. But it's really, really hard when you are such a bad person. When somebody goes, oh, you brought me closer to God. Thank you. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be saved. And it's like, uh, what? <laughs> how, how can I save anybody? I couldn't even save myself, you know? Wileke says, left home at 13 due to this crap. That must have been very hard for you. I left home at 16. But at 13, wow. Well, guys, I want to read the verse of the day for you today, if you don't mind. The verse of the day today is called promises made by God. Promises made by God are promises kept. Now, I was just going to do promises made, promises made, promises kept. But I didn't want anybody to think that was some kind of a political email because you know everybody says you know donald trump said that promises made promises kept so i said promises made by god are promises kept i'm gonna read the whole thing for you today good morning and god bless happy friday we made it through another week here on lfa tv and things are looking better every day faith is growing in our chats rise up is doing amazing and someday This show will have tens of thousands of people worshiping live together every morning. It'll be 10 times bigger than it is right now. I feel truly and wonderfully blessed by God to be given this trust with his word for all of you. I prayed for months to get closer to God, to spend more time with him. He blessed me with Rise Up, and now I'm in church six days a week. Putting yourself in the word of God that much makes everything in life that much better. I'm so happy that you are all on this journey with me. And today we'll be talking about God's promises. So let's go to Luke 1, 46 through 49. And it says this, And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he, is, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. How many of you feel unworthy of God's mercy? Now, I know what you're going to say by default. Jesus makes us worthy. We are worthy in God's eyes. Obviously, that is the right and endgame answer. But I want to get down to the human part of you. How many of you feel unworthy of God's grace and unworthy of God's mercy? I know I do. How many of you took a massive leap of faith to enter into a relationship with Jesus 
and follow him. Each one of the disciples had to. They literally walked away from everything in their lives to follow Jesus because of his promise to them. They believed him and they obeyed him. Imagine if they had not, the disciples. Imagine if you had not, where would you be? Or, or, or better yet, folks, imagine if Mary, the mother of Jesus, had not. Mary could have rejected the, the miraculous conception. Mary could have rejected the position and the responsibility that God chose for her. It would have been so easy for Mary as a young girl to not want that weight on her shoulders, and even at the risk of getting stoned to death with rocks. She could have been killed, but she had faith in the promise of God. Imagine if she had not. Taking Jesus up on his offer is anything but easy. You would think that it would be simple, but it's not. That must have been the hardest thing for her to accept and to follow through with, especially in those days. Really think about it. God made a promise to her. Promises made by God are better than any contract offered here or any promise made by man. Man will always disappoint you. God cannot disappoint you. For her acceptance of this pregnancy, God allowed her spirit to rejoice. Nothing of this world can make your spirit rejoice. Only God can do that for you. Your risk is nothing compared to your reward for following Jesus Christ. Usually we weigh our risks versus our rewards and we can get a tangible outcome to make a decision. Having faith is very different. You cannot possibly weigh the risk versus the reward because you can't see if you don't believe. Faith is so great because it's having full sight of the unseen. Once you get there, you realize that the risk of doing nothing and not following Jesus is deadly. So deadly. So you immediately spring into action to mitigate that problem by opening up your heart to God and his many promises in the Bible telling you what will happen if you do. Peace. Salvation. Joy. Rejoicing. Worship. And everlasting life with him in heaven. Promises made. Promises kept. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Imagine had Mary just said, nah, I'm good. Imagine if you had said, nah, I'm good. (laughs) I'm going to... Oh, Eli, I can't see it because I can't join the group. Yeah. Yeah. Can't see it because I can't join the group. I mean, yeah, I just have to download each and every one of them. What about, would they have gone on Instagram? Probably not, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, it's given me a login. Should I click login? It's given me the password and everything. Would you imagine if I logged in and it, and it went right back to my Facebook page? Let's see. Let's try it. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, I'm going to bring you guys up on the screen. Let's see. Let's see if it'll let me in. Yeah, I know, right, Eli? <laughs> All right, let's go over. Here we are. We're on Facebook. So for some reason, it's got this already filled out, and it's got some kind of a password in there. Let's see if we can do it. 
Amen. County Commission 2018. What is that? <laughs> it won't let me in either way. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Create a different account. Never. Never, 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 never. But it would be cool, right? If I if it did that, it said, welcome back to here we go. Here's your uh, million followers. You know what I would do? I probably would post. I would be like, God is the only way. Jesus is the only way to God. God bless each and every one of you. Follow me on Rumble. Peace out. And then I download my page and bounce. <laughs> oh, so you, where'd you put those pictures, Eli? You emailed them? All right, hold on, guys. Let's bring these pictures up here. <laughs> I'll, uh... Hey, you know what? We tried, right? All right, I want to show you guys pictures. We got the pictures here. I want to show you pictures of what me and Eli looked like. Well, how many years ago was this, Eli? 15 years ago? 12 years ago? 12, 13, 14 years ago. Okay, so I want to show you the difference. I was a lot skinnier, too. Not a lot skinnier than I am right now, but a lot skinnier than I was last year. <laughs> Eli, did you put that video in there of that? <laughs> hey, go screenshot that. Send me that screenshot. I want to see how fat I was and show the world. All right, here we go. Let's go back in the day. Let's, let's take the next few minutes and go back in the day and see what we looked like before God. We still had fun. All right, here we go. That's me signing an autograph <laughs> for somebody. That was my first CD that I ever put out, actually. I think it was called Chapters, right, Eli? The CD was called Chapters, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it was the first CD I ever put out. And that's me thinking I'm all cool. Jeremy is having entirely too much fun with, the, with this Facebook login. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> all right, here we go. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, there's another picture of me thinking I'm cool, pointing at the camera. Really skinny, though. I need to go back to those days. Hello, family. JL says about putting the pics up on LFA family group on Getter. Oh, yeah, we'll put them up on Getter, too. Yeah, we'll put them up on Getter, too. Okay, let's move on. Oh, look at this. <laughs> look at this handsome fella right here. Let's uh, look at that guy. Look at him. <laughs> There's Eli right there without a beard. There's Eli's wife. That's my sister over there. That's my sister, Alicia. And that was me. Look at that. I don't even have a belly. Whoa. Nice plastic jacket. Bad Moon said about that leather jacket. <laughs> Oh, hold on. Hold on. We got to go back to that. Okay, here we go. These are great. Taking, down, taking a walk down memory lane. What a baby face. I know. You know what? If I shave right now, it would almost be like that, by the way. All right, moving on. Here we go. Oh, me and Eli taking a shot. It looks like probably Southern Comfort, I bet, Eli. Oh, I know. So gross. <laughs> See, I wasn't that. That was like 15 years ago. I haven't aged that much. If I shave the beard. Right. If I shave the beard, uh, I look almost the same. Right. Let's see here. That's almost the same. Right. I think it is. Trying to do that same face from the same angle. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next one. Me and Eli, we've been in it. We've been in it for a minute. You know what I'm saying? We've been in it for a minute. Oh, there he is. Warning, you may go blind from my pure awesomeness. <laughs> Eli said what's even more sad is you actually bought that t-shirt. Look at the look on my face though, Eli. Come in here. I'm going to I'm going to scroll down. Hold on. Watch this look on my face. Watch. Look at that. Look at that. Look. Look at me. <laughs> the unwavering confidence. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> so, warning, you might go blind from. So, my wife made me grow a beard, by the way. I never wanted a beard. My wife made me grow this beard. 
You look like you have more of a baby face today than in that pick. Well, thank you very much. All right, moving on. There's Eli. Look at Eli. S- Eli and his band. He was killing it back in the day. Look at that. That's Eli right there. Hold on, let's get it. Oh, <laughs> the famous. <laughs> oh, look at that baby face. <laughs> Eli, look at your face. <laughs> oh, my land to look at that. Look at that. I actually, my son looks just like me. My son looks just like me. He could literally play me. Oh, you should tell the LFA, you should tell the LFA host what's going on right now, Eli. Your eyes look dark and empty. Well, there you go. They were. They weren't full of life. That's that's for sure. Um first I'm crying on this show, now I'm laughing. Yeah, roller coaster. Moving on. Oh, uh, there's a picture of Eli that you can't really see, but he's screaming. Why you gotta scream, Eli? Well, uh, you know, good point. He said it was rock and roll, so you know. It was rock and roll, he said. Did you email me the other picture, too? Okay, this is going to be so fat. Oh, so gross. Really? Oh, we don't want to show this. Oh, I look just like the Chinese spy balloon. All right. We got to show it. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, currently floating over the United States of America right now, a spy balloon from China. There it is. (laughs) Folks, that was a year ago. That was one year ago. Look at my belly. Look at that. It looks like a planet is literally occupying the middle, middle part of my body. So I went from being super skinny to being that. And that was before Field of Greens. I started drinking Field of Greens, what, about... Three month, two months after that, maybe not even a month and a half, two months after that, I started drinking Field of Greens. Get in my belly, somebody said. <laughs> yeah, that's I, no wonder I'm the spokesperson for Field of Greens. Was this before you gave birth? <laughs> oh, Kevin would be having a blast right now, wouldn't he? Kevin would be like, oh, I'm not the only fat person on the network. (laughs) So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what Field of Greens can do for you. Look just like the Chinese spy balloon there. Floating over the country taking pictures. All right. That's enough. That's enough. Shoot it down. Somebody said shoot it down. It's the Marshmallow Man. <laughs> the Michelin Man. <laughs> does, fa- does Field of Greens really make you lose weight? Well, as you can see, I didn't... Uh, <laughs> I just stopped eating after 8 o'clock and I started drinking Field of Greens and just being a little bit more active. Not even much. It looks like a My Pillow commercial. <laughs> My Pillow 3.0. <laughs> All right. All right. That's enough. That's not how we're supposed to act here. All right, guys, we're going to go. We got Sean Farish and ungoverned. I can't do anymore. I am literally crying here. Oh, and not because I'm sad. Uh, anyway, folks, we got Sean Farish and ungoverned coming up next. And uh, I can take you out the same way I brought you in with some good music here. We got about a minute of good music to listen to. So do not forget Sean Farish ungoverned. And I'm up at 11 o'clock today, but then no night show for me. So that means one hour earlier for Will Johnson. He'll be on at five tonight rather than six. I love each and every one of you. I have had a great show with you today. I'll see you at 11. Have a great rest of your morning. Enjoy your Rise Up Coffee. And Sean Farish is coming up next. See you later, guys. Peace out. (laughs) 